Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 602 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn on his Taco Tuesday. Get your feet on the floor. Go on. Get a little stretch in. Stretch the back up. Shoulders, a little hamstring stretch. You can do that before you even stand up. We're doing that on the brakes. Yeah. No, Josh thought you did it yesterday. You said what? Mike was doing them yesterday. After oh, yeah, I saw him. <laughs> I saw him. You got to. Do you know what I did yesterday? Uh-huh. I started, I didn't want to tell you until I actually did it. Started grappling classes. Oh, really? Yeah, at ground control. Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, I love it too. Jeremy, it's like. It's, Nothing like having another guy put his hands all over you, right? No, whatever. It is. What? I, it is. And Ed will know this because take what you do in a treadmill for about three hours. That's forty minutes of grappling. Absolutely, dude. I was I was drenched. I mean, yeah. like my shorts were heavy. Yeah. That's how much sweat. And and I had to sit out a couple of times because I had to watch some moves first before I actually performed. If I did it the whole time. And at the end, when they want you to do rolling, rolling practice, yeah. John didn't want me in on that. Yeah. Did you so, say shor- drenched? Shorts were drenched? Is that what you said? He said heavy. Heavy? Uh, yeah. I didn't say anything about drenched. Heavy? Did yeah. you have vomit on your sweater already? Mom's <laughs> spaghetti. Is that what it was? <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. Yes. But yeah, but I didn't even do yeah. the rolling. Yeah. So if I did all of that, and I'm, I'm telling you, I was, I was absolutely out of it when I left there. Yeah, it's a great workout. I used to love doing that. And you go home feeling great, yeah, because you're so exhausted. You just got you, eat. Yeah, you lose like five pounds of water. You got to eat. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you all you got the shakes a little bit. But yeah, but I used to be so relaxed. That's one of my favorite things to do that I can't do anymore. Yeah, somebody will pop all the screws out of my shoulder, <laughs> but it's a it's amazing stuff. You and you learn t- something. Remember Timmy Whitman from mm-hmm. the Blast? Yeah, he's one of my instructors. Really? That guy's a machine. I don't know if I want to grapple with him. He's a freaking machine, man. Seriously. Heard, heard some stories about Timmy Whitman. I don't know if you want to grapple with him. <laughs> no, you don't want to. You don't, you want to if you want to grapple with Timmy, it's in that setting where he's teaching you. Not where he has to whip your ass. <laughs> just ask the referee. Yeah. I'm just going to say, was that the instant? Yes. I thought so. Oh, my God. Hey. Timmy's like sixty something years old. Is he? You know, you forget about these things now. Like when and, you're getting older, <laughs> and it looks like steel. Yeah, I mean the dude looks. I mean he's not like one of these super muscular guys. It's all lean muscle, mm-hmm. 
and and he was demonstrating some things with a couple other students where, where they were performing moves on him, and then he'd switch. I'm looking at him like, yo, these two guys are freaking machine, man. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's scary. Put it this way. He was standing next to John Rotto. Timmy was scary. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, John, John Rollo is the is the is the the beast. You know, Timmy is the one you don't know. He's the, again, again, you don't he's know. the guy. If he's sitting at the end of a bar, and he's wearing his flannel shirt and jeans, you're gonna walk up. Yeah, that's what white dudes wear. Stop, don't be offended. You're gonna walk up to him, and you're gonna say the wrong thing, and he's gonna change your life. He's that guy. I don't know that I own a flannel shirt. It's funny. I don't. And I feel bad now. Maybe I should. I'll buy both of you one. What size are you? Let's order it now. I don't, I don't know that I, I don't know that it makes sense to put me Joe, do you have a, do you own a flannel shirt, Joe? Jeez. Absolutely. He's got a bunch. Eight or nine. Yeah. You don't own a flannel shirt, Ed? No. We got to get you one. One X. Flannel right. season, man. This is like. It's true. Peak, this is peak time for flannel. For white people. Plantasia. Flantasia. What? <laughs> Flantasia. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, oh wait, see, let me think. You got to be red. You've got a white one. I got black, gray. Green? Uh, green and white, uh-huh. orange and blue. Yep. Are they solids or are they plaids? Uh, they, some pla- are, the black and the blue one are solid. The green and white and uh, blue and orange are obviously plaid. Gotcha. <sighs> Flannel. That's comfortable. Oh boy, keep you warm. Keep you warm. Keep you warm. But I guess like most of the people, flannel and the you know, most of the people in my family have it. You know, wear flannel. I'm sure. Go hunting. Go out in the woods. Rub deer piss all over yourself. Jeremy, I think your family probably cuts the sleeves off of flannel too. There's a good chance of that. Good chance of that. I thought Jeremy was gonna say you're not supposed to do that. My family does a lot of things they weren't supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, you go. It's the, he's right though. Joe's right. This is flannel season. We're going to the bar, Middle River, on Perry Hall. How about five out of ten people wearing flannel? People wear flannel in Manhattan. Their suits. They flannel suits. Great flannel suits. Yeah, absolutely. I bet that does look sharp though. Yeah. Well, you get yeah. so many white guys in a bar wearing flannel, you look around and you're like, up. Oh. All right, I got to take this flannel off. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when the girl says, you'll never find another girl like me, and you go into the bar, and every girl is dressed exactly like her. It's <laughs> leggings and a denim jacket. <laughs> yes. And, and boots, and knee-high boots. It is. Well, hey, 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 don't you knock boot season now. Yeah, I got a pair Fine of knee Fine with that, I'm just saying. And I did, I did mean to say knocking boots at the same time. <laughs> don't you knock boot season. That's a good thing. It's a great thing. <laughs> like the movie, like the Shrek movie. So what you do yesterday, Jeremy Carr? I watched a lot of baseball. Um, got a chance to get caught up on some things, but like obviously uh, the two games yesterday, a lot of fun. I, I, you know, hats off to, even if they would have lost yesterday, hats off to the Diamondbacks for, for getting that done but um, and sending it to a game seven. So I'm, I'm excited to watch tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, like with the football game last night, kind of surprised at how it started off and then thought, okay, the 49ers are going to – they figured it out right before the half and then they give up that big play to Addison. Oh, like um, seven seconds left there? Yeah, I was watching quite a bit of that. I've been watching the Manning cast on Monday night. They interviewed Aaron Rodgers for a long period of time last night. I forgot it was on. Yeah. Every Monday night. Well, almost every yeah. Monday night. Aaron Rodgers invited um, Eli to play catch with him before 
The Jets-Giants game. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. That's this weekend, yeah. It's pretty funny. Eli was busting Peyton's chops left and right. Peyton had the kids up there running plays, and he goes, what was the point of that? Just to get the kids on TV? <laughs> he doesn't care. But, yeah, like yesterday with um, NBA's going to be back, right? Like, we, we got a lot coming up with the NHL, NBA, football's in full swing. We're right around the corner from the World Series. Tonight's the, uh, the NHL thing where there's a puck drop every 15 minutes. Every team plays tonight. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Really? Every 15 minutes a puck drop. You get in, what, seven? Uh, earlier, I think. Uh, but every, everybody plays tonight. So it's like, let's see. First, they do that first game is at six. I didn't think the first time they've done it. I don't remember this. They do that. They do that game three of the NBA, too, where everybody plays at night. Mm-hmm. Well, not technically, because some guys need load management. Right, they got to sit. Yeah, the Because they're a little yes. tired after the first two games. Yes. So. And no, it looks like actually, a 6 to 6.30. Yeah, it is. Caps. Uh, but then after that, every 15 it's, minutes. It's like 15. Yeah. Yes, it's 15 after everything. It's uh, Caps of the first game on the ESPN. Ooh, Maple Leafs. Did you say it was on the ESPN? It's going to be bad. Did I? Yeah, I think you said the ESPN. I, I, maybe I did. <laughs> It's going to be on the ESPN. You can watch. The U. Man, I wish the other networks were like this. Like, if you have the NHL, you got to get NHL through ESPN Plus. Yeah. I wish baseball was like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. It'd be so much easier. You got to go through ESPN Plus to do it. Brian Baldinger said that Lamar is playing better than his MVP season. We'll talk about that at 6.30. But on the other side, ALCS, NLCS recap. We already know one half of the World Series. Is that what you want to see? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Leclerc ready now, 1-2 pitch, ground ball, second base, Simeon's got it. On to first to Nate Lowe, and hello World Series! The Rangers have won their third American League pennant. They stream out of the dugout and are jumping up and down between the mound and first base. 
For the first time since 2011, the Rangers are going to the World Series after having six consecutive losing seasons. What an amazing year this has been. And there's more baseball to be played. That's the Rangers Radio Network. And the uh, Texas Rangers last night jumped on the Houston Astros early and often, winning that game 11-4. to Jeremy, you said you watched a lot of baseball. Did you expect to see that? Well, Not the win, just uh, the total beat there. Astros were never in the game. No, I, I had the over and I had the under in the Phillies game. Um, but with the the NLC, or excuse me, the ALCS in specific, I thought we'd see runs last night. Didn't expect. Uh, Christian Javier, he's an interesting guy where he's just dominated in the postseason, but he really is a two-pitch pitcher. And if you can work on that fastball, which rises, it's slower and it rises, which they practice with a different type of ball um, to try to help them hit it and be better. And then obviously in the beginning, when they saw it coming up, they let it go, mm-hmm. got in some favorable hitting situations, and just teed off on him. And then once they made the switch, it was too late. And I still don't understand. I mean, I guess I do, but like, why do teams do this all the time where they go from, okay, we've played a certain way, and then now we're going to go, well, I'm going to bring back the starter from two games ago and pitch him on two days rest. Because this would be an off day where he would pitch, and and then you expect to get something out of guys. I just don't know why teams do that. And, and inevitably, we always get the one time where somebody's like, "Oh my God, what a warrior, Mad Bum, Randy Johnson." We get those, but inevitably, we also get those other times where it's like, "God, Aroldis Chapman just doesn't have it, and he gets lit up," or Andrew Miller gets lit up because you've you've just overworked them in the postseason. So. Um, I'm not going to say I expected Texas to win last night. I did expect runs because I didn't believe in either pitcher in that spot. I, I, I expected runs, too. I just didn't expect it to be one-sided. If you'd have told me Ed, 15 runs would be scored in this game, I would have said 8-7, 9-6. Right. I would have said 11-4. I was worried once it, Jordan Alvarez hit the triple and then got left stranded at third, and I'm going, man, that was the time where you kind of make this game a little right. bit more interesting. Right. But once they had to start going from pitcher to pitcher and and – I don't know how much you guys believe in either the Astros' arms at that point. Because, like, I look at a lot of things in game six where coaches or managers, I should say, make knee-jerk reactions knowing that you have a seventh game. I, You know, I understand when you get behind. Like, I want to set up for that seventh game at that point. Right. You know, like, you don't want to give away a game, but I'd rather set up my bullpen for the next spot. Phillies, Diamondbacks, Ed. Um, first of all, you have the Rangers, a team that you did, probably didn't expect to be in the World Series, I'm thinking, uh, before the playoffs nope. started. Now you have the Diamondbacks one game away. Is this a series that you would be looking forward to seeing, the Diamondbacks and the Rangers? Uh, no. This is one of those series I couldn't – it just doesn't grab me. I would I watch the Phillies. Just And it's, hey, it's no different than the NFL. Right. You know, the, the Super Bowl ended up being like, I don't know, Titans, pick it, you know. Vikings. Yeah, it's the Titans-Vikings. Titans Bear, I don't know. No, zero interest. Right. And, of course, tonight's Game 7. Game 7 on the NLCS. You can hear right here on 105.7 The Fan. Coverage begins at 7.30. So if you're out and about and can't watch the game, you can certainly listen to it right here on your home for MLB playoffs. I just saw a meme with J.P. France, and it said France hasn't been under this much attack since World War II. <laughs> Poor guy. Good <laughs> God, man. <laughs> Your cat. <laughs> your thoughts on that one? Uh, you know, Aaron Nola has been the absolute ace for the Phillies, especially in the playoffs. 
He goes four and a third innings last night, giving up four runs on six hits, two home runs. He was great last night outside of four minutes. Yeah. Where it seemed like, okay, he gave up a base hit. Next batter was looking first pitch fastball, got it, hit it. Next batter was looking first pitch fastball, got it. You know, like it it was kind of weird when he was going to the knuckle curve. He was getting a lot of soft contact and pop-ups on the infield. He looked absolutely dominant. And I think it was, was it Ron Darling in the second inning said, like you would have probably, after watching Aaron Nola in the first inning, you would have said he has no hit stuff tonight. Like he just looked, they weren't making contact, swing and misses from the top of the lineup. And it's uh-huh. not like you think you're going to get beat by Aaron, like the middle of Arizona's lineup on a continual basis. Or a continuous right. basis. But um, yeah, so it was just, it was one of those nights where, and almost like the Kyle Bradish start. Where, remember where he had four hits that he gave up in a row and you're going, well, damn, man, he was great outside of those yeah. four. That was it. That was it for Aaron Nola. I yeah. thought he was really good outside of that second inning span. Uh, and I put this on Twitter. We got some people commenting on it. Um, uh, at B More Baker forty two says agrees with you. Uh, it Rangers D backs would be the most uninteresting World Series. It just does nothing for me. Is it the markets or no, the teams? The teams. Just, right, well, you got Dallas. Yeah. That's that's the market. It's a big huge. It's market. a big market. Yeah. Um, it's, I just just think it's the teams. It has nothing to do with them sweeping the Orioles or anything like that. I'm just like. Mm. Not really. Just not really. Mm. What about I, you? I, with me, like, I'm going to be interested because it's baseball. and That's frankly, it, though. Not frankly, the I, I can bet on it. <laughs> um, and I do appreciate it. I, the weird thing for me is, like, it, you almost should be rooting for, like, Arizona being the Orioles because it's kind of a story similar to yours. Right. But I don't want them to do it. I want to do it first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, that's, that's kind of how I felt watching. I was like, oh, this Arizona. I don't want them there. Right. I mean, I'd rather see the Phillies personally, but like because of, they're exciting. Well, but there's just there's a lot of reasons to like them, and and the the fan bases and how fiery I think the Rangers Phillies could get, uh, you know. But the it's the Phillies' fault that they're in this situation. It just is like yeah. they, you know, you went to Arizona, laid an egg there, found a way to win. Now you come back with one of your top two starters going, and, and then here we have this dilemma where Brandon Fault's now been seen by the Phillies. And running fat, um, he's been seen by the Phillies, and now I, I don't, I don't think you can expect what you got in the first game from him. And the same thing with Sanchez as well on the other side. I personally, I, I agree with you, Jeremy. To me, you said it, uh, you know, perfectly. I, I'm happy about it because it's baseball. It's the World Series. It ain't the series I want. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not the series that I want. Uh, you know, uh, tonight, Phillies, please save me. Because yeah. the Phillies Rangers would actually make the Rangers now look a lot more interesting. Yeah, I just, you know, I'd like the Phillies a lot better. Yeah, and, but it, but think about what the Rangers do, and think about what the Phillies do. Then you could have a freaking like football scores. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have low scoring football games. You know, uh, I think when you put the Rangers and the and the D backs in there, now all of a sudden, eh, meh. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. By the way, did you see, oh, was it Chaz McCormick that got hit last night by Chapman? Mm-hmm. It's the second hardest pitch that a player's been hit by since the pitch tracking error has been really? taken over. Yeah, 104.3 by Jordan Hicks hit somebody in 2018. Uh-huh. 103.7 to that hamstring. Oh, like, this poor cat couldn't even walk to first base. He was wow. just limping all the way down. But, um... But to to your point too about like just watching these games and 
and who do you want to win? Like the Diamondback story is great. I just think the Phillies it just makes for a better matchup. You got I'm not telling you don't have stars on this Diamondbacks team. Corbin Carroll is going to be an absolute star. He's he's going to be a stud, but it's just not the same firepower that the Phillies have. Nick Castellanos batting like seventh. Like I mean that's that's what I want to see. I want to see yeah. that go up. Like I want to see them mash Max Scherzer in the next round. That's what I want to see. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. So you know we have all of these knee jerk reactions. After a football game, especially the NFL. And yesterday, Brian Baldinger said that Lamar Jackson is playing better now than he did in 2019, his MVP season. I want to know if you two guys agree. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When the line protects like this, and Lamar plays like he did on Sunday, which is practically flawless, this Ravens team is practically flawless. Like, they dismantled a team that just won five in a row. That's Brian Baldinger from uh, yesterday. He goes on to say that Lamar Jackson is playing better now than his MVP season of 2019. Let's revisit 2019. Uh, in 2019, this team went 14-2. He only played in 15 games that year. He set out the last game because it was clinched. He completed 66% of his pass for 3,127 yards, 36 touchdowns, six interceptions. Um, he had uh, 7.8 yards in attempt, a passer rating of 113, and a QBR of 83. He also that year went on a rush for uh, over 1,000 yards. Uh, 1,200 yards, this is a career high, with seven more touchdowns. This year, Ed and Jeremy, he's completing 71% of his passes more, 1,610 yards, uh, on pace to have more yards passing, eight touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, uh, 8.1 yards an attempt. His passer rating is down 101.9, but it's the second highest of his career. His highest was an uh, MVP year. And his QBR is at 63. And rushing yards right now, Lamar Jackson is at 363 yards rushing. It's not on pace to get that eclipse that 1,000-yard mark, which mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with, to be honest yeah. with you. I'm okay with it. He's going to be close, though. Do you, do you think he's playing better than he did his MVP year? No. I think that MVP year was spectacular. But he's right up there right now. I, I don't know. How, I couldn't say better. That year was he was just about perfect. That thirty six and six is so. That was the most impressive stat to me. Yeah, you throw that many touchdowns again. It's six times. It's a six to one ratio. It's pretty damn good. I, I would say this: like 
I feel like we have these knee-jerk reactions, whether it's good or bad, um, right. in the moment and looking at it. He had an amazing game on Sunday, just damn near perfect, as we talked about. But the, the fact of the matter is, like, who knows if it's if it's better? I mean, we got to look at the level of competition you're playing against, and all things considered, like. I heard somebody bring up the the Kirk Cousin things on on Monday Night Football. It's like, oh my God, he's lost how many games on Monday? How many times has he been an underdog? How many times is he expected <laughs> to win? Like those yeah. things do matter. Yeah, um, you're right. You're, and, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and and I do think in the in the context of everything, like, so what if he's having a better year? It doesn't all like we need to see this team take strides to move forward. And and I think the thing for Sunday that should be believe it or not, frustrating to most fans is that they're capable of doing that more yeah. often than they show you. Well, maybe they, they weren't there yet. you know. I, and again, I go back to the people who are at those practices every day in the media all summer long kept telling us it's going to be about a month. It's going to be about five weeks. And we kind of rolled our eyes at them. But, you know, here we are. The team looks a lot better. This is why I think he's having a better year. Because back in 2019, he hid the deficiencies of the team or maybe he didn't know how to elevate him, and he took off running. He picked up twelve hundred yards, and when 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 it wasn't happening and was broken down, Lamar just put it on his back and did it himself. I think he's better now because he's more Magic Johnson now. He's elevating the play of people around him. He's making his teammates better. You know what he can do. You know he can go out there and do it on his own. But now Lamar elevates others and makes others better. That's why you don't have the rushing yards that he used to have because he's a better passer now. He's putting it in places. I agree with Brian Baldinger. And, Joe, somebody else agrees with Brian Baldinger as well. Am I right? Uh, PFF has him rated at 90.8. That's his rating right now, which is .7 higher than he was in 2019. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I, think, I think he is better. Uh, is he a better I – mean, he's having a better year, I should say, because – I think he makes the people around him better. I, you know, before Lamar in his MVP season, the people around him better were better just because of what he did. He did it. Let me go out and do it. Oh, now we're winning. But I think Lamar now is that quarterback that honestly elevates other people's games. Yeah, he is. I thought the biggest improvement I've seen is not just um, in the stats. It's the eye test where he doesn't panic in the pocket now. He doesn't take off and just pull it down and go. He's smart. He's been like maneuvering in the pocket, completing passes and things like that. That to me, that's a big t- and it, the spiral looks much. It's just much. It's tighter. tighter. Just it's much very tighter. And you, the play you kept mentioning yesterday over and over the nine second play, twenty nineteen Lamar takes off and runs. Absolutely. Twenty twenty three Lamar steps over a little bit. Yeah. Let me see what I have, and he still yeah. before the throw he still could have ran. He wasn't waiting nine seconds in twenty nineteen. He, he wasn't doing it. No, he's moving around. He's moving. He's made. So now. I think that's why receivers, before, you know, when the play was broken down, receivers would just come back and block. Now he's running. But yeah. now receivers are out there roaming, finding the second spot. That was the third position for Zay Flowers. That wasn't the second spot. He ran to it one spot for the original route. He jumped back inside for a second spot. Lamar Jackson bounces outside to look around, and he bounces back towards the pylon where Lamar mm-hmm. finally picks him up. 2019 receivers don't do that. Yeah, and other, one other thing to be positive about is this, as the weather gets colder, and it is already, you're going to be playing windy, cold games. He had a lot less trouble with the wind than Goff did. Because yeah. Goff throws those Peyton Manning kind of fluttery passes, uh-huh. you know. Um, <laughs> and he had, a, he had a tough time with the wind, what he did. Who, Goff? Goff. <laughs> Not Peyton. It's just, it's just. All right.
Billy, uh, Billy Kilmer. The Ed the Ed Norris drive bys are just, you know, it's just uncalled for. <laughs> It's like John Gotti, though. You know he, does it, <laughs> he does it two or three more times, and I'm out of here. <laughs> two or three. <laughs> Pete Manning. Yeah. But, you know. But yeah, like, it's much tighter. I agree with you, man. It's, the spiral's much yeah. tighter. The touch is unbelievable. The other Zay Flowers one that he hit, the long one, over two defenders. Mm-hmm. You know, why is he so wide open? He really wasn't. The defenders were playing it perfectly in that, in that zone. And he just throws it, I mean, right over him to touch pass. I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead, Jeremy. No, I was just going to say, like, you know, I, I do think Lamar is a much more accomplished player now, and, and he's experienced a lot more in this league. So it's something where you, you're taking those next step forward. I, I think this is arguably one of the best defenses he's had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think there's any argument that this is the best amount of weapons he's had on offense. Right now so. they're number two in yards per game and number one in points allowed. Yeah, I, I think the, the front, defense again. Like this is, they've had this. They have this talent, so there's no question they can't win it all or or make a run. You know, we were talking about Lamar and the MVP mm-hmm. yesterday, and somebody called in and said it was crazy. And it's weird that all these other publications are now talking about it. I don't know why that would be. Yeah, maybe it's the numbers you put any, up because anybody could do it though. Yeah, I mean the call could have done it. Yes, four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Brian Baldinger said yesterday that he thinks Lamar's playing better now than his MVP season. Again, hear what he's saying. He's not saying Lamar's going to win the MVP. He's saying Lamar's playing better than he did in 2019. I agree 100%. Now, my reason for that is Lamar has that ability now to elevate people's game. Not just do it himself because he's physically gifted. He now has the ability to elevate everybody else's game around him. He gets more out of his teammates. Look at that 80-yard pass that he had to Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards can't catch the ball on the backfield. He found them. When Lamar would normally, oh, it's broken down. All right, Gus block. But now Gus has, has the presence of mind to know. Now Lamar looks looking to throw now. I agree with Ball, Ball Ding. I want to hear. We want to hear from you. 410-583-1057 is the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This is the Ravens that we expected to see mm-hmm. in Todd Munkin. And for me, for the first time, I saw what this offense could be when Lamar Jackson is playing Lamar Jackson-style football. And what is that, Shannon? Shay Shay, what is that? Because this is not what we're used to. What is he talking about Lamar Jackson-style football? No. He's redefined what Lamar Jackson-style football is, Shannon. No, I'll tell you what Shannon's been doing. Because Shannon, a couple weeks ago, threw some shade Lamar's way, yeah. walked it back a little bit, and then walked it back some more afterwards. And look, I have no problem with people criticizing players. I just don't like the knee-jerk reaction stuff. Exactly. And Lamar, now he's trying to create some other angle. Lamar Jackson-style football is not throwing for barely 3,000 yards and rushing 4,000. That Lamar Jackson-style football? No, this is different, man. Lamar Jackson now is a different animal once again. He came into the league that, and now in year number six, he's that again. Because, Ed, his precision passing is is almost impeccable, man. No, it is. It looks like 2019. This is the best he's looked since that season. I mean, and I think better. I think he has improved certain things that were, I think, little minor flaws in his game. It's tough to say about an MVP. But, like, you know, the patience in the pocket, um, the football just comes out of his hand better, which is going to be really important come January. Um yeah, with all the cold yeah. and things like that. Yeah. There's no matter where you play, if it's home, if it's in Kansas City, if it's in Buffalo, these are cold places. You thought that tight spiral is better, yeah. like you said. Yeah. Joe, he was even better 
on the passes at 10 or more yards, was he not? Perfect passer rating on Sunday of passes 10 plus yards down the field. Perfect passer rating. That's, that's, I'm telling you, man. It's, and it's, why that idiot throw any under 10? <laughs> I'm kidding. Let's go to Timoni and get Bob. What's up, Bob? Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Doing Good. well. How are you, man? I'm you, are you well. going to call to do what you normally do, bash Lamar Jackson, Bob? Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, Jeremy Kahn. Let me tell you something, Jeremy Kahn. Did you see my quarterback out there on Sunday? Oh, he looked good, man. I'll tell you what. I, I'm going to tell you what. i tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he's a better quarterback now than he was in 19, and I, this is my opinion, the only flaw that I ever saw in his game was between his ears. And I'm not dis, uh, and I don't got get you. me wrong. No, 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 not, no, no, no. I got what you meant. Yeah, he, he thought I'm he was thinking too much. Stupid. What I'm saying is he's got good coaching. He's got a hell of a good scheme. He's got a few players. He's six years in the league. Go back and look at Peyton Manning his first five years. He don't look anything like he did as a veteran. And right now, Lamar... He's focused on this game. He's dialed in on it. He's got players around him. And I've said all along, he's only going to get better. And for all you haters out there, you can turn the channel on that TV. You don't have to watch him. <laughs> but I sit on the edge of my couch every week and watch that dude. I can't even walk in the other room and get something to eat or drink when he's on the field because they had him hemmed up down there. And next thing you know, he extends the play and throws that thing to Aguilar down there. It was just crazy. <laughs> hey, Bob, thanks, thanks a lot, man. 410-583-1057. Shallow in West Baltimore. What's up, Shallow? Hey, 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 Rob. Hey, Rob. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Good How morning. are you? How Good are morning, you? everybody. Good hey, morning. Rob. Hey, look. Yes, sir. Check this out, Rob. Uh-huh. So I, I, I'm going to piggyback off what the guy said. I got a lot to say, but you know I ain't got enough time. So I'm going <laughs> to piggyback off. Hey, hey Rob, I'm going to yes, piggyback sir. off what the guy said. Go ahead. Your question is, is he better than now than 19? Of course he is. I'm going to tell you why. Because when he came in the league, everybody knew who, who Lamar Jackson was coming out of Louisville with his legs, right? Uh-huh. There was a lot of they said, oh, he, Lamar Jackson, they kept saying, Lamar Jackson, is he going to last? Is he going to last? He already been in the league five years. Yes, he been nicked up a little bit. But, Rob, but what I seen uh, on Sunday, see, I was trying to call him Friday morning. I was on hold, right? But we ain't going to get into that right now. I called back Friday night. I gave them the blueprint on how the Ravens can beat Detroit. And the Ravens did everything I asked them to do. I was they score too fast. They messed my parlay up, right? I ain't win no money, right? <laughs> hey, 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 Rob, yes, let me sir. tell you this real quick. Real quick. Uh-huh. Lamar Jackson is amazing yes, because sir. guess what? If that, what's that? Coach, the coach, what game was that they dropped all the pants? He would be an easy 10, 11 touchdowns right now. Yeah, hey, 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 Rob, real yes, quick sir. before you let me yeah, go, yeah, right? Yeah, make it real quick. Go ahead. Okay, real quick. All right. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh-huh. They better watch out. They better watch out. That's my man. And, and like the guy said, I can't go. I can't use the bathroom. I can't kiss my girl. I can't do nothing when they play, man. Can't touch a girl. I just can't do it. Go Ravens. Hey, Rob. Hey, Rob, are you going to answer him? I don't have a chance to. Where you at, Joe? You know, I don't. I was something. I've already been bitched at about how long people are on the air. Hey, so. Rob. Hey, Rob, real quick. I yes, love sir. It. Real quick. My hold on, my, calls real quick. My all time favorite thing that Tyler just did is like, "Hey man, I was on hold on Friday, but we ain't gonna get into that." It's like I needed to let you know right? what <laughs> happened, but we're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> so like when you play basketball, that was a foul, but I'm not gonna call it. Yeah. And one. Well, no, you can't call and one because then you get the ball. No, no, 
It's good. I didn't call foul. I called and one. Hey, you're going back and forth. Jay on Tillman Island. What's up, Jay? Hey, great guy. That guy's got to stop drinking that Red Bull, that energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, uh, the juggernaut that the Ravens had and showed this past Sunday, that's the team that everybody's been expecting to see all year long. Uh-huh. I just hope they can keep up with that speed and, and just keep going the way they're going. Hey, Jay, thanks a lot, my friend. Let's go to Dan and Elkridge. What's up, Dan? Hey, guys. First, thank you, Rob, for tickets all year. Thank you, <laughs> Mish, for the tickets tickets to the fight the other day. Oh, man. But, uh, hey, I, I don't think you can compare it to 2019 yet. My biggest thing is I don't know. I'm driving. I haven't can't look it up. He's fumbled a lot this year. Okay. I don't know how much he fumbled in 2019 Fair through enough. as many games. Fair enough. But that's the only thing. He's definitely watching him on Sunday. It was as good of a game as I've seen Mahomes have as anybody's had in a while. So if he can continue that, then we can have that conversation. But it's just too early. There you go. Thanks a lot, my man. He's fumbled already eight times this year. Oof. Uh, his career high was his rookie year, 12. Cy in Randallstown. What's up, Cy? Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Doing well. How are you? Um. So far, what I'm saying, I think it's a better version of him. Um, like, uh, I guess his understanding of the defenses. You can see him surveying the field, going through his progressions, um, the mechanics. Because like, like what y'all was saying, how, the, how that ball's coming out of his hand in the tight spiral. So I definitely see better mechanics. Um, yeah, but it's just his understanding of, of, of reading the defenses, and yeah. I think it's a better version of him. I mean, uh, I hate to bring LeBron in, but I had yeah, this make me my homeboy like. Which version was it was better than Miami or when he went back to Cleveland? Uh, the second time, I say Cleveland because, like, as far as the understanding of the game matched with the physical ability. When, when like, say, in 19, it was just straight physical ability. Like, say, when he needed to make a play, he, had, he just made the play. Um, and then, the, then kind of like he took the, the league by surprise, you know, because they really didn't you know understand how the Ravens was, was, was coming at him. Now, obviously, they understand the Ravens, how coming at him now. He they made the adjustments, so I like I like what I'm saying. Hey, th- thanks a lot. Appreciate the call. Let's take one more, guys. Let's go to Baltimore and get Daryl. What's up, Daryl? Hey, how y'all guys doing this morning? Oh, well, man? how are you, man? I'm all right. Hey, I, I think I think this 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 version is better because he seems to be more. He's all around player now, man. He just yes, he is. Everything. He's more. He's pause. He's pausing the pocket. He reads the defenses now. He changes plays. I mean, he's throwing the ball accurately. I mean, he's. I mean, he's turning into another Patrick Mahomes, really, man. Hey, Daryl, <laughs> Daryl, th- think about this, Daryl. He's basically saying, I could still run for 1,200 yards, but I'm not, unless you make me run for it. I mean, that's 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 dangerous, man, knowing, hey, look, I'm, I'm not running like I used to, Ed. But no. don't get it twisted. Right. I can. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> clearly you can. I can still do that. Yeah. I just, I'm going to chill back here. Mm-hmm. And and like I told y'all, I want to throw for 6,000 yards. So I'm going to chill back here. <laughs> you need me out there, I'll be out there. But right now, I'm just chilling back well, here. Th- I guess the thing for me always stood out were how, how other players in the league talk about him. Oh, yeah. You hear Tyreek Hill talking about Lamar. You hear uh, DeAndre Hopkins and some of the other receivers. And even some of the defensive players talk about him. It's like, yeah, if you're going to pick your poison, you want to keep him in the pocket and make him a thrower. Not now. But now it's scary <laughs> as hell. When Not you do now. Yeah. I mean, you know, what, uh, I always ask you this question, Jeremy, that you got from I, I want to get you sucker. You want the window or the stairs? Mm. 
That's what Lamar gives you. Take the stairs. Take the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Give out shovels at 7.15, but on the other side, exciting Monday night football game. Are the 49ers in trouble? Ed Norris will get his answer on the other side right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.